0: Amen. Luke, the first chapter, we're going to begin reading at the 26th verse. Amen. When you have it, just say amen. Amen. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and he shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel. How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. (laughs) And Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank God for the word. We thank God for the message here on this day. We're still on our subject, the mind of Christ. Say it with me loud. I need, I need. The, mind of the mind of Christ. Amen. I need the mind of Christ. It's the only way I'm going to make it in this crazy world where people are shooting up one another. Amen. Where the government has given people the right to carry guns and now they want to put a stop to it. It gets crazier and crazier day by day. Amen. The mind of Christ. Our thought for today, very simple. As I think, so am I. Very easy. As I think, so am I. In other words, I am what I think I am. I can do what I think I can do. I can be what I believe I can be. So I think, so am I. If I believe that nothing good is going to happen for me, then nothing good is going to happen for me. If I think that I'm not going to get the job that I so badly wanted, then I'm not gonna get the job that I so badly wanted. If I think I'm ugly, then I'm ugly. If I think I'm handsome, then same if I think I'm beautiful, then amen. I am what I think I am. I am never far nor apart from my thinking. And for most of us, we're going to find out here today that the biggest problem with us is not our family, not our spouse, not our friends around us. The biggest problem with us is our thinking. Because God needs you to think a certain way in order for you to do His purpose for your life he needs you to think his word he needs you to think what he says instead of what you and I say but the problem is and it has been for so many of us for so many years we have sat back and listened to ourselves so long that now we believe it that's right everyone in here talks to themselves y'all not gonna make me look like I'm crazy we all talk to ourselves, whether in the presence of people or whether by ourselves. We all talk to ourselves. The problem is not that you talk to yourself. The problem is what you're saying. What if, God, if When God listens in on your conversation, what is he hearing? So, as I think, so am I. I like the way Paul said it. Paul said, and the peace of God. Which passeth all understanding shall guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And then he said, listen what he said. He said, think on these things. What were the things he told you to think on? Those things that are true. Those things that are lovely. Those things that are of good report. But most of the time we're not thinking on those things. We're thinking all kinds of crazy things. All kinds of crazy thoughts. Amen? Amen? So, thought. As I think, so am I. The challenge. To speak God's word to lead me. Amen. To speak God's word to lead me. That's our challenge for this week. To speak God's word to lead me. Because if I don't speak God's word to lead me, then I'm going to be led by my own words. And my words is going to lead me to a fountain that giveth no water or to a desert where there's nothing to eat. But if I follow God's word, listen what God said. If I follow God's word, he said, he leadeth me besides green pastures. He leadeth us to what? Still waters. Listen, he restoreth my soul. Amen. When we follow God, we will always end up right. It's when we follow our own thoughts that we wind up somewhere in the woods with the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> but if we follow God, we'll never go wrong. But if you keep hearing you, hearing you, My wife meant to do that. My wife meant to do that. And then here's what happened. She meant to do that. She meant to do that. And then all your thinking starts thinking about how she meant to do it. Then you start thinking about how she did it. Then you start making back and going back to what she did in the past. Now she's a villain. Instead of the woman you married or the woman that you said you love. When you look at your husband and you look at your husband and you, get upset with him and get angry and then you start thinking about the terrible thing he did and how mad it made you and then you start thinking back about other things that he did in the past that you never forgot about that you said you forgave him for but you're still thinking about it. Mm. Or that abuse that you suffered in the past that you promised yourself that you were over that you said God delivered you from but every now and then you go back to it and then dwell there. And stay there. And then expect to be whole. Won't happen. We have to think differently in order to get different results. Amen? Simple your topic. We need to leave here with this. And know this. Because the enemy don't want us to know this. I am blessed. And highly favored. Oh, man, I like thinking that. I am blessed and highly favored. I am not cursed. I am blessed. I am not hated. I am favored. And who favors me? My God who created me. I am blessed and highly favored. And because of that, God is with me. And everything I do, he's going to bless when I do it according to his will. The words I say out of my mouth, they're blessed. They're blessing the atmosphere as I speak when I speak according to his word. The thoughts I think, they are blessed. Most of y'all may be asking, well, why is pastor being elevated to bishop? Why are we taking him to the name bishop? You have to understand something. See, When you have a plan and when God has a purpose for your life, you don't wait till you get there to do it. You start preparing before you get there. Because, see, the mission of this church and one of the things that God has purpose for this church is to be a church that opens churches. To be a ministry that blesses other ministries. See, and when you come into the vision, understand this. First of all, that the Bible tells us without a vision, my people, what, perish. In other words, if you don't have a revelation of who God is and what he's made you to be, you will perish. But see, when you have a revelation, you follow that revelation. And then everything that you do prepares you for what God is about to do. So, see, I'm going to be pastoring for a while, but I already see it by faith that God is going to be moving and shifting. Somebody said, well, what are we going to be doing? Pastor, wait and see. Oh, let them tell, look around and tell your neighbor, the vision, is great. the vision is great. Look around and tell your neighbor again, the vision is great. Vision is great. Oh, tell them, I'm glad to be in a church, here, church. with a vision. With a man and a woman of God, God. with a vision, vision. and God God has a great purpose purpose for for this ministry. Come on and give God a hand, praise right now if you know it. Give God a hand, praise if you know it. There is no point of having service if we don't have a purpose. There is no point of having service if we don't have a vision. Without a vision, the ministry will fail. You've got to have a vision. You've got to have a vision for your marriage. You've got to have a vision for your children. Children, you've got to have a vision of what you want to be. And don't stop till you get there. We got to, we must, it's imperative, it's important that we have a vision. Vision leads us. Show me a person without a vision, I'll show you a person that's not going anywhere. Show me, a person, that, show me a person that doesn't have a vision, I'll show you that same person is on a dead-end road. You must have a vision. God, gave, God has given everybody in here the means to see. Oh, you're just looking past, I can't, I can't see out my natural eyes. Close up your natural eyes. And as the word said last Sunday, Lord, open my eyes that I might see. Not my natural eyes, my greater eye, my spiritual eye. Because when I see it with my spiritual eye, I'm not seeing just what's in the natural. I done went to the other realm, the spirit realm, where I can see God moving. In my life God moving in the church God moving in my home God moving with my children in my marriage in my family on my job God moving me from another to another position when it looks like no one's going higher on my job and when everybody else is getting the pink slip I'll be sitting there still working because the favor of God is with me why because I'm blessed and highly favored and when other people get turned down for the job God will accept me for the job why Because I'm blessed and highly favored. And even when I don't have a job, I'm going to bless God for the job. Why? Because I'm blessed and highly favored. And nothing's going to move me from saying I'm blessed and highly favored. And because of that, I just sit back and I look and I say, thank you, Lord. I thank him before it happens. I bless him before it's done. I praise him while I'm waiting for it. I worship while he's doing it because he's going to do it and he has never let me down. He has never left me forsaken. Oh, didn't David say it so nicely? I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Paul said it in Philippians, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. He will never leave you without. When you have God, you will always have. Hmm. Some of us need to count our blessings. Need to just sit back and see truly the Lord is with me. He has done great things. He has opened doors. He has made paths that I could not see. Amen. Somebody who believes it, say it. The, Lord the Lord is with me. Oh, say it again. The Lord, is with me. the Lord is with me. Oh, isn't that what the angel said to Mary? He said, blessed art thou. Listen, he said, for the Lord is with thee. Did you hear that? He said, the Lord is with thee. She is blessed and blessed. Highly favored. Why? Because she's been chosen. Woo. Turn to tell your neighbor, I'm so glad I'm chosen. chosen. Tell your neighbor again, I'm so glad I'm chosen. I'm I'm chosen. Mm. I'm so glad I'm chosen because I'm chosen by God. Not on my own. I'm chosen by God. I want you to understand something here about the messenger Gabriel. First of all, let's go back to when we first heard the name Gabriel, when we saw him at one time in the scripture. When we saw Gabriel before, we saw Gabriel speaking to the prophet Daniel. He spoke to Daniel in the Old Testament. Now we find him here visiting Mary. Listen, some 500 years later. I'm blessed and highly favored because I serve a God who has made angels eternal. If you ever have any doubt about your eternity in God, just remember that Gabriel who spoke in Daniel is the same Gabriel that spoke to Mary 500 years later. That's a blessing to know that my God is the keeper and the originator of life. So Gabriel finds himself here talking to Mary. Now, I'm going to say a couple of words and I want you to write this down because we're going to have to see as what Gabriel did, we need to do. Saints, I need you to understand that Gabriel was on assignment. He was on assignment. And he let nothing hinder his assignment. In the book of Daniel, when Gabriel was on assignment, Gabriel was met by an evil prince of the air in the book of Daniel. And that prince tried to stop him from his assignment. So much so that Gabriel had to go to heaven and get the archangel Michael and bring him back to take care of things. (laughs) Because there was war in the heavenlies when Gabriel, who was on assignment, was trying to get a message to Daniel. Gabriel even told Daniel, he said, I heard you from when you started praying 21 days ago. But I was held up. He went, got Michael, got Michael, came back to fight with the prince of Persia. And then committed himself back to his assignment. See, when you're on assignment, you can't stop You can't let anything stop you. So, I don't care the bad things they say about you or how bad they dislike you. You have an assignment from God. And you can't let anything get in the way of that assignment. Say it with me. I won't let anything get in the way of my assignment. If you've been assigned to usher, be glad and get here and be here on the time you're supposed to usher. If you're on the worship team, get here and be here at the time you're supposed to be on the worship team. You are on assignment. God has given you an assignment for your life. Finish your assignment. Be prepared for the assignment. Amen. Dare any of you in school don't finish your assignment. And you go to graduation. That's so cruel. You go to graduation, you march down the aisle, you get this fake diploma, and then when you go to get the real one, uh uh-uh. Oh, yeah, I seen it happen. I was standing behind it. I was standing with a guy behind me, and when the guy got up to the desk, the man said, oh, bro, we don't have yours. I said, whoo. I said, man, I feel bad for you, but, man, that's messed up. There was no diploma there for him because he didn't complete all his assignments. He missed his assignment. Another word about Gabriel, I need you to understand. Gabriel was on a mission. He was on a mission. See, when God sends you on a mission, he's chosen you because he knows that you're best fit for the mission. Oh, I love it. Because God makes no mistakes. And he apologizes for nothing because he knows everything he does is perfect and excellent. He'll send you on your mission and when you get there, you will know the Lord has me here on a mission. Some of you wondering why I'm here. You're on a mission. You're on assignment. Oh, you know what I love love about it when, when Brother Kirk and Christina came in. The minute he came in, he knew it. He said, I I can feel God's presence. I knew this is where God wanted me to be. And many of you here who came in here and said, this is where God wanted me. I knew it from the beginning when I first walked in. I was supposed to be here. Brother Nick first came here. Brother Nick said, Pastor, I like this place. God has called me to be here. I said, come on in, bro. Oh, you see, you know how people are on assignment and on a mission. It's been nine years, but he's still sitting here. Oh, 10 years. Thank you. Thank you. Correction, 10 years. See, when God sends you on a mission, he'll send you on a mission. You got to complete that mission because that's your assignment. He brought Sister Eliza, and he's been here ever since. They brought their children here, and their children just sung. And I remember when they came here, they were little girls. One's in college, one's going to high school. Look at this. When they first came here, Nick Jr. didn't come to church. He wouldn't come. I tried to talk to him. I called him. Ain't Nick, come on out. Oh, uh, yeah, Pastor, I'll be there soon. Yeah. Oh, but see what happened when you're on a mission and you're on assignment, God will make sure that your mission happens, that your assignment is not in vain. That's what the Lord does. Most of y'all don't even know that we suffer some heartbreak in this ministry, and this ministry was once down to seven people. But God, to God, nothing shall be impossible. We had rent of $1,000. We had an electric bill and telephone bill, but the bills were paid. The rent was paid. We never missed a service. We were here in Sunday school. God blessed. I remember one Sunday morning, I tell you, I remember one Sunday morning coming here for the Sunday school at 1005 Summit Avenue. Ooh, bless the Lord. 1005 Summit Avenue was about half of this size. Of this side, seriously. It was about half of this side. And we were having Sunday school. And I brought I brought Toya to Sunday school. She was there with Mother Steiner, who passed, who went along to be with the Lord. And she was there with Sister Rose. Those three in Sunday school. And I left the church. I cried. And I said, Lord, we're where the people you told me you'd be with me. Where's the people? But see, I didn't see the bigger picture then. But see, I know better now. I prepare for the bigger picture. That's why I'm going to name Bishop. I didn't want it, but I'm going there. So you got to prepare for it. All tell somebody I got to prepare for it. All tell them I'm preparing for greatness. Because I'm blessed and highly favored. That job is mine. Hmm. I'm on assignment. I'm on a mission. One other thing I want you to know about Gabriel, he knew where he was going. He was going to Mary, and he was bringing Mary a message from God. Mm. We need to know this. Another thing about Gabriel, listen, and we don't think about this. When Gabriel was coming to earth, I know he caught the attention of evil forces. You better listen. See, he was on assignment. See, evil forces are always watching. See, I want you to know, every last one of you have an angel watching you. And if you're saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, you got the Holy Spirit in you. But I want you to know that there are demons in the spirit world, unclean spirits. Wicked spirits that watch us every day. They watch our children. They're around us seeking opportunity to get to us. Y'all don't believe it. Y'all think this is funny. What did the scripture say in the book of Job? God told Job, from whence cometh thou, God told Satan, rather, from whence cometh thou, Satan. Satan said, I was walking up and down in the earth. Seeking who I made the all. This is what God, God said. Have you considered my servant Job? There is none like him in the land. A righteous man. A man that shuns evil. Satan said Job don't serve God for nothing. You don't build a hedge around him. You, you pr- Listen, in other words, you're protecting everything he have. But take your hedge from around him. And Job will curse you. See, he equated Job's success and said that Job was successful and Job was going to be happy as long as he had material things. But see, what Satan didn't know is that there's a deeper relationship with God that's not based upon how much we have or how much someone gives me. There's a deeper relationship with God that says, I don't have to have anything. But if I have Jesus, that's enough. If if I just have the clothes to come to church, if I have one suit, I'm going to wear that suit every Sunday and be glad. See, there's, a, there, there, there's, a, there's somebody like that who God is really in their heart like Job. The angel had spirits who watched him and knew that when he came to earth, it wasn't for no reason. He came to earth for a purpose. And I'm mm, I'm crazy enough to believe that while he was taught, while Gabriel was standing there talking to Mary, that the spirits of the spirit realm was very interested in what Gabriel had to say. See, they all they know what God is doing, but they can't stop it. See, some of you may say, well, you crazy. No, listen, listen. You go to the book of Matthew and read about the birth of Jesus, you'll find there that Herod, Was disturbed when he heard about the wise men looking for this looking at the star and Herod made a decision to kill all the children who do you think provoked him to do that who do you think provoked Pharaoh not to let the people go See, there's always a spirit in the spirit realm trying to provoke us or stop us from doing God's mission and God's assignment for our life. But we only want to think, no, no, it's just only God. (laughs) What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Even the Bible lets us know that these spirits do exist. But he also lets us know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's why I don't have to worry about those spirits. I just need to be aware and know that they're around. Some of us don't, some of us don't even realize when we're depressed, that was encouraged. When you're discouraged, that sometimes is encouraged, not from this realm, but from the spirit realm. Because we don't understand it. Sometimes you ever been sitting there and it's like the worst you think, the worst thoughts come in. You thought that was you, right? No. Satan is the master of giving you thoughts and making you think they're yours. See, like Divorce. That's not a thought from God. God would never say it. God would never condone it. He wants us to try to work it out. Now, he gives provisions for it, but he only looks at the word if, you're, if you have fit the criteria. And if you don't, guess what? God, God don't even know why that word coming out your mouth. Amen? That's why, I'm, that's why in a couple of days I'm going to celebrate 26 years because every time that word came to my mind, I said, devil, you a liar. No way, not for me. My God has a greater purpose for me. Do you know how many people we encourage when they see us happily married? I'm not just speaking of me and my wife, I'm speaking of any of you in here that are married. You know how encouraging that is to other people? It encourages other people to know, hey, no matter what the world says in Christ, this thing can work. This thing is good. It can be done. I I can do this. I can make it. But see, as I think, so am I. As I think. What am I thinking? What am I saying to myself? What am I provoking myself to say? What am I causing myself to believe? Most of the things that we believed wasn't because somebody else made us believe it. We forced ourselves. Because of a train of thinking that constantly went on and nothing was done to stop it. That's why the devil sent all different types of abuses in the world because he figured that if I can get you abused, then I can control what you think. But I want you to know that there's some delivered people in there who's been set free from their abuse. And though they were verbally abused, physically abused, sexually abused, the Lord our God has given them deliverance from what they went through. Somebody stand up and say, I'm delivered. Somebody bless God and say, I'm delivered. His plan did not work. It fell apart, and even though this happened to me, God is still with me, and now I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen. You can sit down. Amen. Bless my God. He thought he had you when he did what he did to you. He thought he had you when he canceled your father out your life. He thought he had you when he never put your father in your life. But thanks be to God, I made it to where I am. And I am because Christ made me what I am. Don't you ever sit back and and let the enemy bring those thoughts to you. So you sit back there and head down. Oh, the Bible says he's the lifter. Of my head. Lift your head up and look to the hills from which cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Stop looking down and look up. Oh, look around, tell your neighbor, look up. Look up. See, Gabriel came to Mary, and now that we understand Gabriel, let's let's look a little bit at Mary. A young virgin, never knew a man, waiting to get married. I guess she's excited, you know. She get ready to get her husband and everything. and You know, probably had a normal childhood with a mother and father. Amen. She stood out. How many of you know that some of you are just here, but there are others that stand out? Oh, God. Don't feel bad. Say, it's me. Say, yes, that's, that's he's talking about me. Some here just stand out. Amen. There are some that's just gonna be members. Oh, but I'm looking in the seats today. I'm looking in the seats today. I see some preachers. I see some people who's gonna be elevated in the spirit. I see some people who's gonna serve the Lord with gladness. Oh, and when I go up, they going up with me because I'm not staying here. Amen. See, that's the way, that's the way we gotta think. Oh, I meet you in heaven. Wouldn't it be, it would be a beautiful thing is when, if when saints died, they said, I see you when you get there. Ah, uh, see, because we ain't worried about dying. Dying is just a part of the equation. Mary, young lady, virgin, but she stood out. Out of all, oh, you women going to like this. Out of all the women in the land, God chose Mary. God chose Mary and chose Joseph, her husband, to do something great, listen, inside of her. Ooh, that should encourage somebody's heart. God chose Mary to give her something, put something inside of her that would bless mankind. Now mind you, she wasn't no proud person or else she wouldn't have got this. She wasn't no vain person. She didn't stay in the mirror all day long. She didn't worry about when she was gonna get her nails done. She was humble. She believed in God. And I know she believed in the Messiah coming to the earth because that's the only way she can get the Messiah inside of her. Her belief system was right. So when the angel came to her, she was a little startled by him because of his salutation. Most of them, when they came to you, they said, peace be unto you. This angel took it further. He said, blessed be thou of the Lord. Thou art blessed and highly favored. You don't even know me. But I know what God's about to do in you. I know what God's about to do for you. I know what God has for you. You don't even know the message I have for you today. God has sent me to give you special delivery way from the third heaven. I've come here to visit you. Ooh, bless the Lord. I got chills thinking about it. Hey man, telling her you are blessed. And listen, the angel knew her and said, the Lord is with thee. Listen, thou art blessed among women. Because listen, what Mary was about to deliver to the world, no one else would ever gain that reputation or status for doing. Because this would only be done one time. See, right now Mary is weeping. Because they don't put Mary in a place she ought not to be. But I thank God that at the day of Pentecost, in the upper room when they were tarrying for the Holy Ghost, Mary got the Holy Ghost and spoke in other tongues with the 120. We'll leave that alone. Listen. She was blessed. But the first thing that got her caught up was her mind. What is this? The Bible said that she was troubled in her mind. In other words, her thoughts constantly rolled around. What does this mean? What is he saying? Why is he saying this to me? What type of salutation is it? It's like her mind never stopped from the minute he began to talk to her. Then he had to stop her thoughts and slow her down by saying, fear not. Don't be afraid of what I just said to you. You see. Back then, words meant a lot. Because of this angel saying these words to her, she knows what is he saying to me. He's putting a high blessing upon my life and he's blessing me. Why? See, God's going to send people to bless you. You don't ask why. You just say thank you. God's going to send people to give you things. You don't ask why. You just say thank you. Just bless him and give him glory because he didn't have to do it, but he thought so highly of you, he sent someone to bless you. Just say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Just say, Lord, I, I, I bless you. Lord, I give you the glory and the honor. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, Tell me now, where would I be? Lord, I just give you praise. See, right there, fear not her. Slow down. Because then she began to realize, this is a different type of situation. I got to deal with this accordingly. She began to slow down, and the angel began to talk to her again. And the angel began to let her know. And he went back over his words. And he said, listen, he said, And the angel said, fear not. And then he said, behold, thou shalt conceive in your womb. Now, I know right now she's really like, whoa. I guess as soon as I get my husband, I'm going to conceive. No. He was saying, thou shalt conceive as soon as you receive. you're going to conceive as soon as you believe and once you believe you're going to prepare yourself to receive because by god you will never be deceived Amen. be not deceived for god is not mocked. god will not be mocked whatsoever a man whatsoever a man that shall he mmm And he says, thou shalt conceive, right? Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus. And listen, not you shall marry. He said, he shall be great. (laughs) He shall be great. And he coming out of you, he's coming to save his people from their sins. And he shall be called the son, listen, not the son of Mary, the son of the most high. He shall be the son of the most high. He shall be called, listen, not the son of Joseph. He shall be called the son of God. Now Mary, like any other woman, how shall this be? See, and I know not a man. See, now that's, a, that's the billion dollar question right there. But see, what Mary had to understand was that God was, God had another plan. I need you to understand that when God created man, he created man in his likeness and in his image without a woman. See, because God was the first one truly to give birth. He gave birth in his mind. He had the idea, and once he got the idea in his mind, he just put the idea together. And for I come to let you know that you've got the idea in your mind, God's going to bless what's in your mind and give you the know with all to do what he's sending you to do. you have it God's gonna bless it and he tells her listen he makes man but see in order for his son to come in the world he can't have it done through man because man is sinful and because man is sinful man can have no part of what not even Mary can have a part of what he's doing because Mary is going to give birth to the son of God so nothing of Mary was in Jesus Nothing of Mary was in Jesus. The angel told you, told her that the Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee and come upon thee. And that holy child inside of you shall be called the Son of the Most High. In other words, Mary, he's not yours. You're just making a delivery. You're just bringing in the Savior. God chose you because you are blessed and highly favored. And among all women, you stood out. And God's going to use you. 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 God wants to use you because you are blessed and highly favored of the Lord and the Lord has saved you and delivered you from sin and empowered you with the Holy Ghost and let you know that I am with you low even to the end of the world. And the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the world and they that dwell therein. I don't care about the economical time. My God said I would never be hungry. I would never be without I will never lose. I'll always gain because I have God on my side. And then he gives her, he gives her prophecy. He lets her know. He said, and he shall take the throne of his father, David. See, the angel's going far ahead of her now because he didn't even do this now, but he was letting her know that what he's doing is setting the way for this to be done. That one day Jesus Christ will be, he is now, but he will be on earth king of kings and lord of lords and all presidents shall answer to him. Oh, that's why brother Nick read, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, But then it went a little further. And the government. Oh, how you go from birth and go to government? Because I'm God. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. See, God can do that because he knows he already saw it. We still waiting for it. God done seen it. He shall be king of kings and nations shall come to him and ask him for pardon. Because he's king of kings. Now I need you to see something. Mary birthed Christ. You as a Christian, you are blessed and highly favored because you have Christ in you. So as Mary gave birth, you have great things in you. And great things in you are about to come. Out of you. And because of this, the things that are done to you, God shall get the glory, God shall get the honor, but great things are gonna come out of you. Things are gonna be done for you, and you're not gonna even ask for it. Oh, somebody in here, somebody in here, somebody in here when the storm happened and after the storm think something was taken away from them and they were really down, but then God gave them double for what they had because that's the kind of God that we serve. He won't let anything go missing from you. Whatever belongs to you, he's going to increase it. Oh, look at your neighbor and tell him increase. Look at your neighbor, and tell, him, at your neighbor and tell him increase. Look at your neighbor next to you and say abundance. God is blessing me with Abundance. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Why? Because I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm blessed and highly favored. Because Christ is in me and he's birthing things out of me and he's not finished with me yet because I'm on a mission. I'm on assignment and I can't go home till my mission is done. Cancer, no problem. HIV, no problem. AIDS, no problem. Because I serve a God who heals all diseases. I serve a God who has power over all diseases. The Bible said he sent his word and healed them. He didn't even have to come to the house. He sent his word. Sit down, sit down. This is a great God. And you are blessed and highly favored. And you will do great things because greater is he. How many times am I going to have to quote that to you? Greater is he than he. Oh, see, I like that. It's getting in your spirit. It's getting in your spirit. And thou see, the next time you be going through, you'll say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm getting up out of here. I'm getting up out this seat because greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. I know it now. I understand it. Whether you know it or not, you are a child. You are a child of God. You learn by repetition. So see, the more it's said to you, the more you're going to know it. And then you're going to be saying it without knowing you. say, Oh, praise God. That's what God wants. He wants you to say it just out of instinct. Say it impulsively. Hmm. Ooh. sometimes I'll be sitting around the house I'll be sitting someplace scriptures woo, 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 just flying out my mouth so I don't wonder why my atmosphere is blessed I'm not wondering why my house is blessed I'm not wondering why my wife gets a raise when no one else is getting a raise I'm not wondering why she's got the highest position in the company it was bound to be why because we're blessed and because I'm blessed then you're gonna get that position. Why? You're gonna get that job. Why? When the rest of the world is hungry, you're gonna eat. Why? When everybody else is falling to gunfire, you shall live and not die. Why? Mm. Mm. That's why. That's why you're gonna prosper. That's why you're going to be in good health. That's why you won't lose your house. That's why you won't lose your car. That's why you'll be the last one on the job, and they'll keep you. Because I'm blessed and highly favored. Well, Pastor, I lost my job. Don't worry. That means God got a better one for you. Amen. Ah. Ah. As I think, so am I. Whatever I think, that's what I have. If I don't think it, or if I just leave it to chance, that's not mine. I don't want to walk that kind of way. I don't know about you, but I don't want to walk like that. What I love about this, and I'm closing. What I love about this is not just how Gabriel came to her. What I love is what she said at the end. She said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord. Listen, be it done unto me according to your word. And the the Bible said the angel departed. (laughs) Because, wait a minute, that's all he needed. He needed a yes. When Mary received it, She conceived it because she believed it. That settles it. Mary was blessed. Mary brought in the Savior. And because the Holy Ghost is inside of you, great things are going to happen in you, for you, with you, to you, through you, because God is with you. We're living in the last days. We don't don't even know what's going to happen. Our economics are bad. Our policies are bad. Our nation is crumbling. We're no longer looked at as a world power. Our military is waning. They're cutting back instead of increasing. Why? Because they're crying peace and safety, peace and safety. And the Bible said that when you cry peace and safety, suddenly destruction. This is not a world where you can rest. This is not a world for peace. You can't. There's no peace without the Prince of Peace. Come on and stand with me. Come on and stand with me. Come on and stand with me. Amen. Amen. The devil... The enemy will do anything to throw you off. He came to this man, Brother Jose over here, just came to this church. Man stole thousands of dollars worth of his stuff after coming. Speaking in other tongues that the Holy Ghost gave utterance. Oh and the devil got mad. How dare him speak in other tongues? How dare him let the Lord use him? Don't ever be surprised what happens on, on your way to your destiny. Right. Amen. Amen. Don't be surprised. It's only a distraction. Hmm For some of you who understand, it's a contraction. All right. Breathe. It hurts. It's painful. Breathe. And think on the Lord. You are blessed and highly favored. How many of you just, you want prayer today? If you want prayer, the house. Also- you have been listening to Pastor Troy V. Ingram of Mount Olive House of Prayer. We are located at 141 Bower Street in Jersey City, New Jersey. You can find out more information about Mount Olive at our website, www.montolivehop.org That's M T Olive h-o-p dot org. Thank you for listening, and may God truly bless you.